Welcome to the National Catholic Mission. We borrowed the words of Pope Francis for our theme for this mission, which is the Mass, the mystery at the center of salvation. During the season of Lent, our contemplation and prayers center around the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. This is the heart of the Eucharist that we celebrate at Mass. How did the Mass, this Eucharistic celebration, take its form? How did the early followers who believed that Christ was the Son of God celebrate this mystery? I invite you to walk with me to the upper room in the city of Jerusalem where it all began. The Passover with the Disciples On the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Where do you want us to make the preparations for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is near. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover meal. The disciples had asked Jesus where he was going to celebrate the Passover. Little did they know how important and how significant that particular Passover would be in their lives. Jesus had told them, as we read in the 26th chapter of Matthew, to go into the city to a friend's house. There were to tell the friend, the teacher says, my time is near. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. You and I, together, we glory in the name of Christian. We, too, are invited to the Passover. As we look at the table, there are so many things, but two things catch our eyes. One is a stack of unleavened bread. In Hebrew, this bread is called matzah. Then we notice there are four cups of wine. We, the disciples, will have just one cup out of which we will drink of the cup of the fruit of the vine four times. Say therefore to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will free you from the burdens of the Egyptians and deliver you from slavery to them. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my people, and I will be your God. You shall know that I am the Lord your God, who has freed you from the burdens of the Egyptians. These four cups stand for the four promises made by God, and which are recorded in the sixth chapter of Exodus, which we just heard. God promised, I will bring you out from under the burdens. I will deliver you from slavery. I will bring you salvation. I will take you as my people, and I will be your God. These four cups are cups of blessing or mitzvah. Each person sitting at the table will have a cup, 
which will be filled four times in remembrance of the four promises. But let us now focus on the third and fourth cup, glasses of wine. Jesus would hold the third cup. Emotions are running high in the heart of Jesus. Our minds go back to the wedding feast of Cana. His mother had told him of the embarrassing situation of the wine running out. And Jesus made a puzzling statement, my hour has not yet come. Now, at the Last Supper, we are given an insight into that hour. It was the hour in which Satan, the prince of darkness, would hold sway. This hour is not just 60 minutes of our time. It was a period of time, three days to be precise. Jesus started with the traditional blessing, Baruch Atha Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam. We may not know Hebrew, but we would probably recognize the English. Blessed are you, Adonai our God, ruler of all creation. It is a prayer that our priests say today over the bread and wine in preparation of the gifts at Mass. It is a prayer we have taken directly from the prayers of our Jewish ancestor. This third glass of wine is the cup of redemption. It is the third promise that God made and about which we read in Exodus chapter 6. Jesus would take the cup and praise God for all his goodness and gifts, especially the gifts of lifting burdens from our shoulder freeing us from slavery, bringing us salvation, and making us a special people. Then he took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. Jesus broke the bread. Jesus shared the cup. The apostles did not realize it, but Jesus transformed the traditional Jewish Passover to reflect his own passion and death. He shifted the focus from the body of the Passover lamb, which was offered in the temple, and the blood of the lamb, which was poured out by the priests on the temple altar, to this third cup of salvation, which he gives his disciples to drink. Jesus tells his disciples, do this in remembrance of me. The Gospel of Matthew notes that when they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. These were the Hallel Psalms, Psalms of Praise. The snares of death encompass me. I call on the Lord's name. O Lord, I beg you, save my life. Jesus was on a mission. But did you notice he did not drink the fourth cup? He did not drink the fourth cup of wine. 
Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. Then he said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and stay awake with me. And going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet, not what I want, but what you want. We are now in the Garden of Gethsemane. The three apostles, Peter, James, and John, are with Jesus. They are asleep. Jesus looks at them. James and John want to sit at his right and left in the kingdom. They said they would drink the cup that Jesus would drink, but how little they know, and now they are asleep. Jesus prays, Father, let this cup pass me by, but not as I will. It is the fourth cup, the one that has not yet been drunk. The fourth cup is the cup of consummation. Today, when we finish a meal, many of us will ask for a cup of coffee. It is a sign that the meal is finished. The fourth cup would bring the Passover meal to an end. It is a remembrance of the fourth promise. I will take you as my people, and I will be your God. It is accomplished. But for Jesus, the Passover was not yet completed. The lamb had to be slain. The blood had to be shed. It was the source of salvation for us. Jesus knew that all was now finished. He said, in order to fulfill the scripture, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there, so they put a sponge full of the wine on a branch of hyssop and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the wine, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. From Thursday night, we moved to Friday noon. From Gethsemane, we moved to Calvary. Jesus was nailed to the cross. Blood and water flowed from his side. The lamb was slain. The blood of the lamb was shed. It is the source of our salvation. Jesus said, I thirst. A rod with some hyssop was dipped in sour wine. Jesus tasted it, his fourth Passover cup. It is the cup of consummation. Jesus finally drank it. Jesus said, it is consummated, and he died. This is the core of our Eucharist. Pope Francis's words are worth repeating. The Eucharist, Eucharistic celebration is much more than a simple banquet. It is exactly the memorial of Jesus' paschal sacrifice, the mystery at the center of our salvation. 
Every time we celebrate this sacrament, we participate in the mystery of the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Through the ages, the faithful, under the guidance of their leaders, inspired by the Holy Spirit, have put more flesh on this core. Besides the liturgy of the Eucharist, we have now the liturgy of the Word.